Welcome to Beyond the Illusion. In this episode, we have a conversation with Gia Kubik. Gia is an amazing spokesperson for cannabis and the many, many benefits of it. I'm glad we were able to have Gia on as a guest because she does an amazing job of explaining her unique approach to cannabis use in order to tap into its full potential for whatever it might be able to help us with. In fact, she's such a good spokesperson that I felt inspired to follow her instructions and have a cannabis ceremony of my own. And I'm so glad I did. The whole experience reminded me that we are truly blessed to be alive and on planet Earth at this wonderful time. It's a high honor to even spend one moment here on Earth, so enjoy it to the fullest. One last thing I'd like to mention before we start the conversation is that you might notice the audio quality is a little poor in the beginning of the conversation. It's just because we didn't have some settings correct on the Zoom call. So please be patient and hang in there because around 7 minutes and 45 seconds the recording really cleans up and everything sounds good from there to the rest of the way through the recording. Thanks for understanding. Now let's go to the conversation with Gia, Tiana, and myself, Tim Howe. earlier today oh yay it's, yeah it's really Did good yeah oh yeah of thank course you. yeah it's very good thank you yeah i i have a lot of questions that came out of that actually so it was awesome yeah it was awesome it was, it was good research for me but it was thank entertaining you. at the same time too that was the plan yeah so tell us how um how you got into or how you got introduced to cannabis and all the benefits of of cannabis yeah well you know, I wasn't a smoker growing up at all and not in college, not even, I was married at 23 and it just wasn't an option and working for big fortune 500 companies, you know, the risk of being drug tested and like losing my life is what it seemed like. So I never messed with it at all. So fast forward, you know, 30 years, really, I was working in medical. My whole career was in, you know, starting in big pharma and then I did diagnostics and I did uh, devices, all of that. And I never really felt like I was healing anybody. I just felt like I'm just, you know, milking Medicare for whatever we could and just, you know, placating without healing. So I was interviewing someone uh, in an open role that I had uh, for genetic testing. And this woman was telling me that she was selling marijuana. I was like, what? You're selling marijuana? And I was just like, forget the interview questions. I was just like fascinated with what she was telling me. And she was like, it does this, it does this, and it's legal. And I, you know, when you, I was living in this like blinders where I didn't even know that it was legal and medically and what that meant. So it really, in that moment, I was like, I'm looking into this. I'm pouring myself into this. And I did like, it was like, you know, I went on Amazon. I just bought like 10 books on pot, marijuana, weed, whatever. And then I listened to every podcast and show. And I was like, oh my God, this plant does everything. (laughs) this plant does everything. And I had so little personal use. And if you've listened to episode one of my radio show, you know, I went to the ER because I thought I was dying. I overdid it. Um, And, you know, you have to respect the plant. You have to approach cannabis with great reverence. Um, That's why I, you know, it's called the God plant. So that's how I got in it. It was like healthcare, hard stop. Wait a minute. What? And then I was like, I'm doing this. I'm dedicating my life to this plant. That's how it started. Oh, that's that's awesome. So you really didn't have much experience with it before that. No, 
I mean, I had like, you know, someone's passing a joint. I was like, I'll try it. But I didn't even know how to inhale. And, and no, I didn't. I didn't. I couldn't tell you I was a fan of the plant at all. Hmm. It's yeah. interesting because I think most of us have, you know, started from like a recreational place right. when we were younger. And I haven't really heard anybody say about approaching it with great reverence, which is really cool because there's no... There's no reason why, but in my brain, and I think it might be true for other people, mm-hmm. you think of plant medicine, like ayahuasca uh-huh. and, you know, psilocybin. Right to the jungle. Mushroom. Right and to the jungle. And then you think like, um, oh, and then and then there's marijuana, you know? <laughs> yes. And so like this idea of like going into it with great reverence and treating it the same mm-hmm. way as, as a spiritual entity, I, I'm curious yeah. to know. I hadn't really thought about that before, like I, the way that you think of like mother ayahuasca and that you're connecting to this being the energy of the plant. Is that also how you approach cannabis? And if so, like, what are the qualities, you know, of that plant spiritually? Yeah. So, yes, that's how I approach it. And I think um, that's part of my mission in life that people because I didn't have the casual use. I wasn't just sitting around passing a bong around when I was in college. They People looked stupid to me like, oh my God, you guys look dumb. I was totally judging everybody, just puffs of smoke. So when I got into it, I came into it from learning about it. And right. So it wasn't just like a good feel. I was like, I'm learning about all the compounds in the plant and what it can do. Why, why does it affect so many diseases? So I, I learned about it and I was like, this has to be revered. Right. You, you can't just I mean, you can you can just smoke it. But but, you know, people have this relationship with cannabis. You hear it all the time. It makes me anxious. It makes my head spin. Well, it's a teacher plant, just like mushrooms might have a bad trip or, you know, any one of these um, deeper plant medicines. They can have tougher experiences. Well, cannabis does the same thing. So part of my life purpose is helping people approach this God plant, which has been used for thousands of years as both medicinal, recreational, and for, you know, enlightenment, expansion, awakening to enhance and elevate all areas of life. You know, you have wellness, you have the medicinal effect. It can help with things from sleep to cancer. And then the recreational fun, it's great with intimacy. I use it with Reiki. So many applications to this beautiful plant, but people just need to understand what they're dealing with. Yeah, I'm Glad you mentioned the aspect of, you know, there can be aspects of it that can be difficult at times, you know, if you're, uh-huh. not, if you're not prepared for that. Um, even if you are, sometimes it's still tough. I like that it does that to you because sometimes I feel like, and I, and I forgot, you know, I haven't taken it in a long time, but I did. Remember, really? Yeah, yeah. It's been, a, it's probably been a couple of years. But um, when I used to take it, I remember it did this really amazing thing for me, which was it would give me this perspective of myself that I couldn't get otherwise. And I was like, Oh, Oh, that's why I'm doing that. And and why do I do this? And why do Mm. I do that? That's not right. That's like hurting people. And, you know, Mm. it was this really, you know, factor of like, uh, like a growth factor, like, Oh yeah. Like I can make my life better if I do these things differently. And, um, those were never, you know, those were never part of my my thought process before I took it. I so. wanted to ask, um, oh, because you mentioned uh, cannabis with Reiki, and of course, because I'm a Reiki yes. master, and I haven't, you know, I haven't used cannabis that way. 
So I'm curious because I've definitely read from a number of sources a bunch of times. Of course, there's like lots of conflicting information out there, but I've yeah. I've read about it creating holes in the aura. And I was wondering if you um, if you knew anything about that or if you'd heard anything about that. What I've learned about cannabis in relation to the healing arts, especially Reiki, is everybody has their own opinion, right? And like some Reiki masters are like, absolutely not. I'll smoke after. Well, and I and then I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe it's bad and wrong. And I was like, I know this plant. I know this plant. And I when I put it through a ceremony, much like I would psilocybin or Aya or anything like that, and you create the set, the setting and the intention, for me personally, it allows me to feel into the energy far greater than if I'm not using it. I'm not talking like, you know, I'm not, I think all of these medicines, regardless of any of them, you know, people want more, more is better. Well, no, even with cannabis, like just a little, it opens the door and then, you know, you choose to go through it. Like we are the real medicine. So for me, cannabis, like warms the body up, allows me to get in touch with my own energy so that I can lean more into the person I'm working with. So I've not heard of it as far as that, but again, I, you know, if it's all energy, which we know that it is when I create my con- Container, you know, in all directions, you know, I'm in a secure bubble. So through my intention, I, I don't think I would allow that to happen by creating the container. Yeah, I would love to hear kind of about your process, what you do to sure. kind of set that intention and the container and all of that. Sure. There's two things. If I'm doing distance Reiki, my cosmology is I've, I've learned so many different things, but I'm not, I don't want to just do one, one way. And for me, cannabis is my North star. So I like to incorporate it into anything. So if I'm doing a distance session, you know, I will consume, I will set my intention and I use a variety of, you know, stones or whatever I'm called to, to represent the person on the other side. And I've, my theory, I use the word God, you know, some people say source, you know, I'm going to say God is that. When, you know, I'm not a healer as a Reiki master, I'm just good at holding space. I I don't like the claim of healer. If people get healed, awesome, they did that. So as a Reiki master, my job is to get out of the way. So I believe that that what I'm creating is that God is like, okay, you go play with your toys while I get the work done. So I'm over here with stones. I might have oil. I'm, you know, saging. I work a lot with sage. And I just follow that intuition and I'm so much more tapped in when I use a little bit of cannabis. And I have actually a sacred, uh, can you see this is labradite, a beautiful mm-hmm. pipe like this. And I have, mm-hmm. you know, I have my flower that I actually have, I'm charging it with crystals. Again, this is my story. This is works for me. So if I'm creating the intention all the way from where the cannabis is being prepared, the intention, and I create that setting. And I'm just getting out of the way so that source can really work through me because that's what Reiki is, right? And if I'm doing in-person, you know, I'll offer if the person is familiar with cannabis, I will offer if they would like to smoke as well so that they could also get more into their body and connect with their energy. You have to walk them through that because people don't understand. And I think because I came into cannabis already knowing Reiki, already very spiritual, and then realizing the benefits and the reverence and the research coming through. And I just actually, as I'm talking about, I realized what a gift it was to come in at this plant from that perspective. So I already thought I'm using this to maximize and enhance, elevate my life. So if the person that I'm doing Reiki with consumes cannabis regularly, well, then we may consume together and create a ceremony around it. My son calls me ceremony Gia because (laughs) I can put a ceremony into anything. I live life in a ceremony. Um, And then I walk them through how to get into their body, how to allow the medicine, 
you know, through breath. And then when they feel like they're really relaxed, then we can both get out of the way. And I can feel the energy. It's far more palpable for me, for me, right? I can really feel like these just tornadoes of energy in my hands so much more powerfully than if I didn't consume cannabis. Our body has an endocannabinoid system. You know this, yes? Yeah, yeah, yes? yeah. Please explain. Yeah. So um, the endocannabinoid system, which was just discovered around 30 years ago, though the plant has been going, has been here for so much longer. So our body has receptors built for the molecules of the plant, the THC molecule. Our body makes its own version called anandamide, which is Sanskrit for bliss. Our body makes its own CBD, which is 2-AG. When it was discovered that the plant has these molecules, then our body has these uh, this system, this endocannabinoid system, these receptors. It's the largest neurotransmitter system in the body, which is why cannabis has such a blessing to so many diseases. It's in the brain. It's in the gut. It's in the periphery. It's everywhere. So when you consume something that has the cannabinoids in there, and there's, you know, we know of THC and there's other cannabinoids, far more that are even more in research, you're working with your whole body. So this is not just about getting high, though. If you've heard my show, get high. If you're just doing that, totally fine. And what else can you create with this plant? We don't always have to go to mushrooms. You know, there could be far more psychological damage with psilocybin if that's not in a controlled setting. You know, cannabis is super safe. Nobody's ever died. The worst we think is, oh, my God, I think I'm, I'm dying. But you never are. <laughs> it's just your mind. And those are perfect moments to go like, what's here for me? You know, when you start feeling yourself spin out a little bit, like, oh, I'm thinking about bills, I'm thinking about bills, or something like that, then you lean in like, what's here? And you talk to the plant, just like you would in Aya. I know you've both done Aya ceremonies, right? No, Tiana, I, I've, Tiana has. Okay, but I've listened. There you go. That you, you know, they say, talk to grandmother, build a relationship with her. Cannabis is no different. It's no different. It's that beautiful. I know that was a long answer to your question, but. No, the endocannabinoid was... system is is why we need this in our body. This is why we need daily tinctures, you know, whether it's a CBD tincture or one to one, so that we're saturating these receptors in our body with these cannabinoids. Remember, our diets, our clothing, uh, our industry used to have cannabinoids, hemp, everything, and then all that was taken away. Right. So, so we're not as connected to these cannabinoids. We don't have them in our bodies. The largest production of cannabinoids is through breast milk. So when we breastfeed our babies, that you know, that's why they get less infections. We're saturating these receptors with cannabinoids. So if you have a tincture, you know, you take a little bit every day, it's sort of like put me in coach. Like when something goes wrong, there's something out of balance in the body. The cannabinoids like we're here, we're ready. But if you don't have them, you're deficient and it will show. It definitely affects your health and well-being. Cannabis brings us back into balance, harmony, homeostasis with the body. Yeah, I like how you were describing earlier how it put you a little more in touch with um, with yourself and your body and, and, and source, wow. I guess, to when you were doing the Reiki. Kind of like mm -hmm. reminded me of your conversation with this guy, Jay Reed, the comedian. Oh, where you, I love Jay Reed. Yeah, yeah. thank you for listening. Yeah, Aww. where you guys were talking about how you get into kind of a flow state when you're on marijuana sometimes. And uh, yes. I find that fascinating, that whole concept of being in flow, because I've experienced it. You know, I, I think most people have at some point. Mm -hmm. And I think it's awesome that cannabis can help some people even achieve it. 
Uh, I have never yeah. experienced that on cannabis personally, but I could see how it could happen though, because you know, when you're listening to mm -hmm. music or anything, like you're really tuned in. So if you were a mm -hmm. musician, I could see how, you know, that would happen for you probably. Yeah. But, and I've, I've seen other people, I've seen it happen for other people. You know, I've, I've seen guys, mm -hmm. um, you know, this is going to sound silly, but I've seen guys play basketball on it and just be out of Absolutely. their minds. Yeah. Just, just be on another level. And uh, it didn't work like that yeah. for me, but it did for some people. <laughs> yeah. Well, it still could, right? Through maybe now being aware of it. Yeah, yeah. Right? The awareness so. that like this can be used as a performance enhancing tool. So the thing is like, how much are you smoking? Less is more. Like Jay and I talked about this and, and um, it was beautiful that and I've performed with him. I've seen him many times. Like, you know, when you have a room on lock and as a comedian and he's far more advanced i'm i'm just a hobby but um i took an edible once in a room it was in chicago a couple years ago i just got in the business i was like screw it it's my room you know and i went home to visit i live in las vegas now and i took the edible it kicked in right when i went on stage and i was like okay here we are and i had to like navigate from that moment you know the moment when your cannabis kicks in right and i was like okay first of all i told the audience because it was Illinois and they were still medical and you'd be surprised like how many markets like, Oh my God, she took, she smoked weed before <laughs> they're so uptight. So I was like, y'all, I just want you to know my edible just kicked in. They were like, Oh my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> but I was not judging myself. I was no longer thinking about, is this funny? Is this part, is this the joke, the setup? I was just like, yo, we're here. Let's have fun. And I just read the room and the jokes just pop, 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 pop. And it was magic. It was magic. And so you, and, and that was through my intention. I was like, I'm going to take this out. I'm going to trust my plant. This is my plant. This is my friend. I'm going to trust it. I'm going to communicate with it. And it's all about intention, right? Just like living your life with intention. You can go haphazard. You can say, you know, every day we're creating. And so when you're using cannabis, I want to use this cannabis, like they used to say, and, you know, let this cannabis be a blessing to my heart. So I'm that person. If we're at a party, someone pulls out a joint. I'm like, excuse me, can we please set an intention? And they're like, oh, okay, uh, sure, Gia. <laughs> like, we're going to have fun, but like, let this cannabis be a blessing. Let's have a blissful night of laughter, community, and joy. They're like, yes. And then you see the room elevate. I've been in so many situations where I've, I've made us all stop and set an intention. And then you see the laughter just erupt. It's so fun. I feel like that's just a good idea for anything in life. It's just to kind of like stop and then have everybody set an intention right. like what a great way I like what you said before about kind of like your whole life is a ceremony because that's kind of what it that is. you know it's it's about bringing intention to each moment and it makes me think of that's um, right. this movie by the Linklater director called Waking Life that okay animated if you haven't seen it see it it's all about kind of like dreams and consciousness oh and um, okay and there's this character and he's like kind of stumbling around and he'll keep like talking to different characters and they're talking about consciousness things. And there's this one point where the two characters are talking about the holy moment and how mm. any moment can be a holy moment. If absolutely you know, when you bring that awareness, like, oh, this is a holy moment, it yeah. suddenly becomes a holy moment. And I was, oh, that's all about it intention. Does. And that's what ceremony right. is. And as, as right. I'm saying this, I'm like, oh, I really need to do that more in my life. Yeah, everything, you know, and, and again, I, I'm in the business of cannabis. I love it. And someone said to me the other day, I was actually in a plant ceremony. I, I um, 
it was a psilocybin is a, is a thing. It's beautiful. And he said, Hey, I, I hear you're a heavy cannabis user. Cause he wanted to know if I brought some for the after ceremony, like the, you know, the, the gradual ride down. And I was like, well, let me clarify heavy cannabis use with frequent. And he was like, Oh, is there a difference? I'm like, yeah, people think that you have to use a lot and you have to, you know, be stoned. You don't, you know, when you take a vape, a good, powerful vape, you know, and then there's distillate and then there's live resin, there's so many products, but you have to know what you're getting and just set the intention, take a couple hits, see how you feel. You don't need the whole thing. You don't need six, eight puffs Just slow down. Less is more. So I always like to distinguish like heavy cannabis user and there's nothing wrong. People use it medicinally in all kinds of ways. Yeah, I, I agree completely with that because some of my best experiences were when I just took a little bit and it was just that right amount, you know, and you're still like really coherent, but you feel it. And yeah, there is, there is a a spot where you can just go too far, you know, and it's, that's right. It's hard. You know, that line and you can feel the thoughts coming and you're like breath, just like if you were going all the way to Peru and drank your, you know what I'm saying? Like I treat it with that kind of reverence and I'll talk to it in meditation. Like, show me this, show me that. And again, maybe it's just my story, but isn't everything a story? (laughs) Everything is a story and this is my world. I create my story. So that's, that's my story. Speaking of stories. So do you have like a great spirit, like a story about a really great spiritual experience that you had on cannabis that you want to share? Oh, yeah, there, th- actually, this is a very powerful one. So I do a lot of work with women, you know, really embracing their divine feminine and cannabis and intimacy, cannabis, and there, that's a whole other topic, but using cannabis to relax the body, to allow a ceremony of your divinity and, you know, working with yoni eggs or wands and just, you know, it's all energy. So a friend of mine, we were engaging in a goddess ceremony. We set the room, you know, we use the cards, the you know, the goddess deck or the Isis deck and, you know, put one in every direction so that we're protected by the divine. You know, again, it's the container. The container is everything. When you do this and you feel safe and you allow, everything is very smooth. And we were setting the intention to like clear out any blockages, you know, sexually, intimately. And the cannabis, you know, we used the, the ceremonial pipe and she actually has like a shaman pipe, like with the whole, like an Indian with the feather on it. And, and we ended up when you connect the chakras, the the lower chakras are connected to the throat chakra. And so we got into this amazing conversation about sexuality and we had kind of just allowed things to come up to heal. It was very journey-like and we just kept going. And actually there was a good friend of mine, he's a male and he was holding space. So he was kind of just doing like uh, he does Aikido and he was just moving energy around for us. So just holding that male container while we were in this divinity. And we're like, that's cannabis. We just did that. We just healed that. It's all through intention and just following your intuition. There's no right way. There's no wrong way. And you don't have to light all these candles and do all that. You can literally just hold your J, you know, hold your vape and just be like, let this cannabis be a blessing to my day. Allow me to be productive and powerful in every way. Done. That's it. Take a couple hits. Allow it, you know. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> really good advice it's always best when it's Thank just you. simple you know like that that's always the best advice yeah yeah people it's, don't like i don't want to go through all that you don't have to but you can t- so you can take it up a notch do a full-blown ceremony you could just be playful with it 
Yeah. Is there a um, micro dosing? I was just thinking as when, when you're talking about a little bit, I was like, there's a micro dosing with all these other absolutely. Medicines. Is there with cannabis also? Hundred percent. It works very well because you know the THC will has psychoactive effects. So if you take too much and you're trying to work, and but maybe you've got sciatica or you've got you know some depression you're working through or something, you know, two point five is a good micro dose, and you know, kind of like pulse that throughout the day, like every four to six hours or three to five, whatever you need, just to keep a little bit, you don't really feel high, but you feel like, you know, your desired outcome, you know, whether it's, you know, more focus or just like less focus. Sometimes you just need to slow the mind down. Microdosing is very real with cannabis, whether it's tincture, sipping on a vape, you know, throughout the day or taking an edible. Yeah. Very Mm, medicinal. Interesting. I've never heard, I've never heard of that. Oh Yeah. Yeah, that way you can take it throughout the day, but never feel high or stoned and that you can't function. And there's what's great about products like that. There's a lot of one-to-one CBD, THC products, which I personally love because they work better together than one molecule alone. So when you have a product that's one-to-one, you get the benefit of having both of those connections. I feel really dumb now because I was just thinking like, oh, wait, I do know. I mean, I was thinking of just smoking, but then with edibles, I think, oh, yeah, actually, I've done that mm-hmm. where I've just taken a little, little bit just to, so yeah. for some reason with smoking, I guess, cause it seems like it's hard to control. Like how do you out. microdose smoke? Yeah. 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 But that now is done more sense. through edibles or tinctures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. You know, I just a couple of days ago had this client who was telling me, you know, she was like, you know, I use cannabis and I'm wondering, she's like, I don't know if it's, uh, I'm wondering if I'm using it too much or not, or if I'm using it too kind of disassociate like am I using it am I not being grounded enough by using it like what how would you respond to that kind of yeah. question people ask that a lot and I think there's a couple of things there is masking right there are people and that's why it's hard for young young adults to have mastery well that's a big word to have discernment with cannabis because oh it feels good I have to do it all the time and then you realize like the more you smoke you're smoking all the time you're probably masking out areas of your life that you need to address. And how do you know you're doing that? I think you kind of, I think if you ask the question, you probably are right. Like if like, I think I'm smoking too much. Mm, You probably are, you know, and that's why (laughs) taking little tolerance breaks are nice to kind of reset that. But also you, you have to look, okay, what's my why here? Why do I, why do I wake up and smoke? I don't do that, but why do I like, I like to save it for the end of the day. It's sort of my reward. And I know that it's there, but I never want to feel like I need it because my relationship with it is is purely choice. I don't need it for medical reasons. It's not, I, I sleep fine. I don't need it. I choose it. And so I think you have to look at what is my why here? What am I doing? And then I'll be like, oh, I need it. Okay, do you? Do you? You have to ask yourself some hard questions. And I think, you know, there's a time, like if, if there's a lot of stress in life, totally fine to just like get baked and pass it on the couch, watch some movies, sink in the couch, you know, indica in the couch but have boundaries to how often you'll give yourself permission to do that. So you have a healthy relationship with the plant. And I think the longer you smoke, the easier it is to be like, I'm smoking a lot. Like I'm, you know, if you're smoking a whole joint, you don't feel it like, <laughs> you know, maybe put it down for a little bit, come back to it. And I'm, I'm not judging by any means, but I get asked these questions a lot and uh, reset the relationship to the plant and get in touch with what am I doing? And then maybe that's a good time to say, this time I'm going to smoke. I'm actually going to go inside. Like there's a, a woman I met through Instagram. It's balancing cannabis. And I do want to give her a shout out. 
I do a lot of meditation with cannabis. She does guided meditations with cannabis. Mm. She's amazing. Um, Because to me, like, it's obvious what to do. But for a lot of people, they don't know, like, when the medicine comes on, like, for me, I started in the heart, like a, a white sphere, and you just build out. And the more you can build out this energy, pretty soon you feel like you're floating. And you're like, wow. And your heart is cracked open. She does guided meditations to help people feel the energy and to understand that's me. That's what I'm, that's my energy. I'm feeling it. Cannabis is so magical for that, but it allows you to tap into like yourself, close your eyes, put the eye mask on, treat it like you just took some LSD, close the door and see where it takes you. Why not? It can mimic, it can mimic MDMA as a heart opener. It can crack your heart wide open. It can mimic psilocybin. You can have visuals. You can, especially if you, you know, get the right strain, look at some of the terpenes, the THC level and create that intention. You can have some visuals. You can, you know, it can mimic Aya. They say, I've never had that maybe because I've done Aya and, you know, I don't really want my cannabis to mimic that. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> but <laughs> you were going to say though, Tim. You're like a great spokesperson for cannabis. You remind me of the person we had on for Cambo. She was like, just like you. Like I really, love her. Yeah. I connected with her because of this show. Really? Mystic Radiance. Yeah. Yes. yes. And Rebecca. I had just done Combo, Rebecca. I had just done Combo, not with her. I had done three rounds of Combo, and then I stumbled upon the podcast, and I was like, I want to do Combo with her. I really enjoyed yeah, listening she, to her. She's amazing. Yeah. Doing mm-hmm. it with her was incredible. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think as this, in the same way, as you know, can like, be, right? yeah, well, yeah, as the, so <laughs> if you, I could imagine you facilitating somebody, you know, with this and how it could really help them because there is that piece about you know, what you were saying, I think is so important that I really up until today hadn't really focused on very much is just about your relationship with the plant. And, and I think if you were working with somebody with cannabis, then yeah. you would bring that piece in that might be missing otherwise. Yeah. And then I think about, you know, my question before that you answered about how do you know if you're doing it too much or whatnot. And I really liked your answer about, about the, again, the relationship with the plant. If you think of it as a relationship, yeah. it's the same way. Like yeah. if you're dating somebody, is it a codependent relationship? Do we have a healthy have balance of, you know? Yeah. And so it'd be the, if, if to think of it that way, I think could really help bring in mm-hmm. just that right, natural, intuitive knowing of how to work with it because it, it'll yeah. tell you. It will. And when you, if you're smoking flour, I personally believe, and I, you know, read this, I didn't make this up. The plant chooses you like put out a couple grams or ace, whatever you have and just, nope. Oh, that's the one. Like, I think the plant is so intuitive. That is part of the reason it's the God plant. Like it, it is, it is built for our bodies. We have receptors built for the plant. That is not a mistake. It's been given to us as a gift, a healing gift for our bodies, a recreational gift, meditation. It gets you in touch with yourself. Yeah, I'm just all about the relationship with it and choosing it. You know, um, I mentioned in our uh, Instagram chats, I used to always dabble with art. And then during the COVID, you know, I was just locked down. My son was home from college. And as soon as Michael's open, I was like, I need some canvas. I have to start painting. And I would take, you know, an edible and I would just set the intention that I wanted to channel painting, wanted to channel art. I have channeled some amazing art that literally has been through the use of cannabis. I mean, I'm talented. Like, I get it. You know, I have a sense of, that but to be able to like tap in like i was intentionally channeling bob marley and i really it came to me like i'm gonna paint bob marley and i was like oh okay and then like i feel him 
I could, and I do channeling, but like the cannabis opens me up. So I'm not thinking about, is that him? It's like, I'm feeling it. I'm allowing it. And I'm painting him. It's magic. I'm a 10 milligram edible. Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, your art was really, I I forgot I was supposed to share it with Tim and I totally forgot to, Um, but I will, I will after I'll share the art with him. Oh yeah, for Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I was curious because we were talking about Rebecca and I had asked her this question and, and particularly because of your story of how you never used it. And then it seemed like it suddenly was like time and you were called. It just seems you're very passionate about it. If you're open to the idea of reincarnation, do you think maybe you had a relationship with this plant in other lifetimes? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I feel like I was that mystic witch type thing. I, I, I'm so drawn to all those things. I'm like I'm that person. Like, yeah, I do. I never thought about it, but it's funny because like, even with the radio show, I, you know, at first I was like, who am I going to have on? Hmm. And then it was like, people are just, I'm, I'm, I'm in this vibration of loving this plant that people are just drawn to the show and, and everyone who's there is super passionate, super chosen. So I feel like it's a, yeah, there's a relationship that has existed over many lifetimes with this plant. Yeah. Thank you for the question. So, Maybe I'll meditate and ask. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. um, so you had a couple episodes where you talk about sexuality or intimacy with uh, cannabis. Yeah. And um, do you think that's going to be like a, maybe people are already doing this, but it could be like a useful tool for couples in kind of oh. like couples therapy or something like that? Well, listen, as long as I'm breathing, this will be part of my, my cause because cannabis and intimacy. So when you learn number one to open up, communication with your partner. Cause you know, when you, you know, sometimes you say the things you're like, what did I just say? Like cannabis has that way of like almost that short-term memory because you don't need to remember, just keep going, just keep talking, have fun. So it opens up communication with your partner. That's number one for intimacy is just talking to someone and taking the filters off, not judging yourself, but like really talking. Right. And then the way that if you can tap into the energy of your partner, like through eye contact, through breath. This is before we're not even worried about intimacy yet in the physical way. We're just building this energy, you know? And then if you bring in some of the Taoist practice, you know, the microcosm orbit, just being able to connect. And then you realize how touch is magnified and amplified. And you keep, you know, you have the right music. Maybe you've got some incense and you've kind of layered your cannabis. So you're not just like, oh, we smoked a bowl and we're done. I'm so tired. You know, but kind of layering it in and and just allowing it to be a ceremony of love and intimacy. I guarantee you, people are not going to be cheating. When you create that with your partner, you're seeing them and you're knowing them and you're laughing and they're fun, right? And you escalate that and you use it and you build on it. You build on it. It's beautiful. And I think it is a marriage counselor. I honestly think it's a relationship counselor if used properly. You know, like, hey, it's Friday night. What are we doing? We're taking edibles. Great. What time? What time is go time? You set it up. You know, you get some snacks out for your munchies later. You maybe you, you plan for your tub or your candles and you create it and you allow it to do it. It's amazing. Breath, touch, eye contact, communication. That's hot. That's hot. And and I'm very passionate about women stepping into their full orgasmic power. I'm going to tell you, that doesn't happen in 10 minutes, people. That doesn't happen in 10 minutes, right? You know, so what's the rush? Where are we going? 
be with, be present. Cannabis is presence. It makes you right here. I'm right here with you. You know, does that answer your question? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I love it. Yeah. I could talk about that for days. I want to do, okay, so my dream position would be that, you know, radio, TV, message, message, get the world believing and understanding and creating a relationship with this plan. But then working with couples, like really how to tap into this. You won't be looking around when you've got this at home, like, uh, no, thank you. Like, I've got a connection with my partner, you know, and we need more of that. It's still not legal here in Texas. Texas will probably will be one of the last states right. and it becomes legal. Yeah. But as uh-huh. it's, um, you know, been getting, you know, becoming legal so much across the United States, do you think that we're we're just maybe at the beginning level of of really tapping into all the ways that like this would be, you know, a great new, uh, new, but new therapeutic offering? And then do you think that there's like so much more that we could still do with it, but it hasn't been fully researched because it wasn't fully legal yet? And now there's going to be a lot more of that? Well, anyone in the industry would say we're just scratching the surface. Number one, the compounds of the plant have never officially been studied. You know, the randomized double blind placebo controlled trials, nobody wants to pay for it. So we have those kind of emerging, certainly Israel, Dr. Mishulin, they've done all the research there and it's, you know, we're catching up, but there's still so much more that we're discovering about the plant because we can. I spoke to a lobbyist actually today and they think like 2022 legal, you know, federal legalization will occur. Who knows, right? And then we can start to really understand as long as we maintain reference for this plant, because right now, as it stands, if the three of us were sitting around smoking, you might feel one way. We all might feel a different way. You know, it might, we might respond to it too. Like maybe I'll be giggling. Maybe some, you know, Tim, you might be like, oh, I'm happy. I'm just chill. And you might be like, just talking nonstop. So I don't, we're never going to be able to contain it. In my opinion, this is not a plant to be contained and to be commoditized. It is to be reverenced and treated as such. So I'm curious to see how all that goes down. That's a really good point that I hadn't thought about, you know, about commercializing it, if that could somehow pull it in the wrong direction. I mean, I try to think of like ayahuasca being like commercialized and you you, you wonder, I think, you know, I think I had this conversation with Tim before about how this age of Aquarius, it's an interesting time where you have some of these old traditions and spiritual traditions, some people, you know, whether it's yoga or Reiki or I mean, Reiki is not that old, but it's still happening, or whether it's um, these plant medicines, that in some way, as they're becoming more popularized, and there's new, they're, they're evolving in, in new ways. And some people are like anti that because yeah. they're like, no, we have to do it the way it's always done. And then other people are like, no, we're in this new yeah. era where there's new energies, and it's, it can evolve. And so I'm curious, Although I, I, again, like I still, I still don't feel like um, cannabis has had this, it, it probably has in the background and I'm, I'm not very tapped in, but like, I don't think it has, has had this like strong spiritual tradition that we're all aware of the way that we are with some of these other things. So in, in that way, maybe it's, maybe that's a positive because it's totally open for us to create right. whatever. I don't yeah. know. I'm just curious. Well, I think, you know, under the umbrella of plant medicine, you know, I'm an advocate for like, make sure we don't forget cannabis, <laughs> mother cannabis, you know, this, this ain't just about getting high. It can be, that's the beauty of it. It can be that it can be, I have a headache. I'll smoke a little bit. That's gone on my sciatica. Okay. I just want to laugh tonight. I want to paint tonight. I want to take a bath tonight. I want to relax. 
with psilocybin, with MDMA, more of these clinical, you know, and I don't know where they are with trials for all these medicines, but healing things, mental health, you know, I think my personal feeling is that, you know, the term shaman, which I think is highly overused. People have access to these medicines that does not make you a shaman. I don't even know what qualifies you, but I'm pretty sure just getting your hands on mushrooms does not make you a shaman. (laughs) And there's a lot of shaman theater. You know what I mean by that? People like, yes, you know, but you have to be careful with these containers, these medicines. You know, if you go into ego death on on mushrooms and you're not there with someone helping you navigate that, that could have psychological damage, right? So, but but it, having said that, I think that these medicines are becoming more available and, you know, they're not legal, but people are getting access to them. And so we're gravitating towards that natural healing. I think it's, so there's at some point things are going to merge, you know, like physicians may have the Western training, the Ayurvedic training, the shamanic training so that you're giving your patient the whole thing. I think more healing centers will pop up where, you know, once psilocybin gets approved here and there, you have to have guided, you know, where you're going in the room, they're putting the eye patch on, but then we're seeing that culture of ceremonies and journeys and they're popping up everywhere. We just have to be smart about what we're doing and have reverence always for the container, for who you're with. Because I've known people that have taken LSD, have had, I don't like the word trip at all, but a bad trip in psychological, like still not right. So I just always say to anyone, always exercise caution. And though cannabis is basically benign, you know, if you've ever spun out, there's a lesson for you. There's something for you there. I believe everything is here to help us. So if, if you don't shy away from a dark moment with cannabis, lean right in. I'm right here. So times will be changing. Oh, yeah. Shamanic work will be a part of, I believe, regular medical care. Yeah. And it's, you know, that it's, you know that's an important point to make is that you should pay reverence to something that you're going to ingest into your body. And, uh, right. you know, LSD is notorious for that. And I think it's because it's made in a, in a lab somewhere, and, you know, and right. the, and the energy, it was an accident the way it was discovered, right? Yeah. And the energy that goes into it, you just don't know. I mean, you, you, you can, yeah, getting... I've never done that, that I, I don't, I'm not called, you know, here again, yeah. what are you called to? When I had the combo, mm-hmm. people are like, what is that? I'm like, well, it's a frog. They're like, what? You, you took frog secretions? I was like, well, I was called to it. Don't judge it. You know, people, they don't, I, I think these medicines, they tap you. And some people are like, absolutely not. I'm fine. I don't want any of that. Totally fine. But I really feel, and this is the gentleman who did the combo. He said, and this is the first time I've ever heard it this way, that our ancestors speak to us through these plants, through these animals. So when you look at it like that, like, wow, okay, I want that medicine. I want to connect with all of this ancestral knowledge, it's available to us. And with or without medicine, all of the wisdom, the entire universe is available to us in our hearts. That's what everything says. So, okay, what I got to do to get it? That's what I want to know. I have to go into my heart. If that works for you through breath work alone, awesome, Reiki, cannabis, whatever. That's what our role is in this 5D is go into the heart, expand from the heart, not the head. And if that works for you as a tool with cannabis or whatever, that's, I just want people to try it. That's my goal. Yeah. And, you know, it's people like you saying the things you're saying right now, you know, it reminds me of what I always ask everyone is like, what do you think is happening right now on the planet, you know, as far as our consciousness evolving or, or this transition that yeah. we're going through? What do you what do you believe is going on and, and how do you yeah. feel about it? 
I think, I mean, we're rising the frequency, the 3D, 5D, we're getting out of that masculine, you know, heavy, competitive, got to have stuff, got to buy stuff, got to compete, got to be better than, got to the doing and the doing and the screen time and the perfection and the fake this and the fake that. I think it's, I think we've exhausted our stuff. Y'all need to stop. It truly, I'm sorry for all the souls that have transitioned enough of our ascension. So I say that with great reverence. People I know have lost people. And um, it was necessary to ring out that behavior. And so that we can ascend to this higher frequency where we are following passion. We are coming from our heart. We are using compassion and love in the workplace and in your homes. And we're talking and we're, we're less on the screens. We're present. So I'm very grateful that I'm only 51 and I've got a lot of more years to enjoy this ascension and where we're heading and, and to be a significant part of it. There's no question in my mind that, you know, I think people would probably hear me a year ago and be like, that's a little weird. You're a little out there. Now they're like, say more, say more about what you just said. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll be doing conference calls and I'll say, I'd like to just seal this with a nice couple deep breaths. And I'm like, yep, we're in, we're doing that. We're sealing, we're doing breaths, <laughs> you know, and then mm-hmm. just like we started this, like I start the radio show, like with a heart based, you know, let's connect, let's connect. So we're in this, there's no going back, yeah. embrace it. I love your passion and your enthusiasm. Yeah, it's definitely Thank contagious. Thank I, you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Smoke some weed tonight. You guys prom- oh you you're in a state that's not legal. Say, my bad. <laughs> I was about to say something and then I was like, Oh, I'm not gonna say anything. No, I I, I yeah, I forget where people are and you know. Oh, it's, so it's when you come to the next state that is, you know, come to Vegas. You guys should road trip to <laughs> Vegas. Yeah. It's it's still very mm-hmm. available where we're at. So, of course, yeah. So, yeah. so we're fine. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we can we can. Guys are manage, cute. We can manage to get some if we need it. So, uh, where can people find you online, or how can they get in touch with you? Yeah, I, so I've switched over a lot to Instagram because that's the move right now. So it's Gia uh, on Instagram. I've had some paintings commissioned recently, which just I've been manifesting that. You know, and you can, the radio show is on there. The radio show's on Spotify. Get Elevated with Gia. I'm so excited that it's on that platform. Yeah, that's the best way. Because then you can DM me on Instagram. We go from there if there's anything I can do or solve or help. Yeah. Yeah, I think that our listeners would really enjoy your podcast. Oh, definitely. Yay, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And we're looking at, hopefully I'll get to an hour soon because there's just so much and I really love doing that. I think I found a home in that. Yeah. Yeah, you're great. You guys it. are great. Thank you for well, thank you. You guys are this has been a great conversation. Thank you for your interest and passion and what you're doing as well and bringing all these great topics. I I've listened probably to almost every episode. I bought some books from it. I had a session with Michael uh, the Pleiadian we channeled. Mm-hmm. Oh, so cool. I'm, I love what you guys. Yeah, I'm, I've listened and that's how I got connected with Rebecca and some other people. So keep, please keep, keep allowing us to share our messages. Thank you for that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Gia. Well, thank you so much for coming on and taking <sighs> time to talk with us. Thank you. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you both. Yeah. yeah. It was really fun to have you on. Thanks. I like being here. Thank you. Aho. Aho. Thank you for listening to this episode of Beyond the Illusion. I want to say thank you very much to Gia Kubik for taking the time to share her gifts and knowledge with us. If you want to learn more about Gia and her services, you can reach out to her on Instagram. Her handle is at gia.kubik. 
And also be sure to check out her podcast, Get Elevated with Gia on Spotify. And I was able to actually find it on Google Podcasts as well. And I'd also like to take this time to thank Tiana Roser for all the work she does to keep this podcast interesting and Casey Henson for providing the music. If you'd like to learn more about us or find past episodes, please visit beyondtheillusionpodcast.com. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a rating for us. This will help other people find us. Take care.